Hey, Jeannie. Hi, Eula. Do you know what I can't stop thinking about? You mean besides the Real Housewives? Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, So (laughs) I love being a freelancer. I mean, it's really liberating on the one hand, even though it holds me very accountable on the other, which I struggle with. Um, And I really love working for BTSW. But the one thing that would like level up my whole life would be affordable childcare. Oh my God. Reliable, affordable childcare. Yes, totally. I feel exactly the same way. I have a full-time job and my daughter is now in school and I still struggle like with that. Yeah. To make it work. Yep. Because she still has sick days. Exactly. And winter break. Exactly. Summer vacation. Yes. And you have to work then. I have to work all that time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my her work scheduling. schedule does not in any way align with her school schedule. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I will say, so we recently had someone reach out to us, Katherine Goldstein, and she told us about her episode of her podcast about working moms called The Double Shift. Yes. And I was so into it. Yeah, especially and this one episode is about moms in Vegas who figured out their childcare situation despite working in jobs that don't have nine to five schedules. I mean, like you and I have had it hard in a lot of ways, but we don't have to deal with that. No. Right. We're privileged in that way for sure. For sure. We really wanted to share this episode with all of you. So here's the double shift. This is The Double Shift, the show about a new generation of working mothers. I'm your host, Katherine Goldstein. Every mother works, and this podcast is about our stories. It's not about parenting or kids. It's about us and challenging the world we live in today. So let's start at a place you might not think of as family-friendly. We do appreciate your business and wish everyone a pleasant stay in Las Vegas or wherever your plans take you today. So long. That's right, we're in Vegas, Sin City. But of course, people live here too, including a lot of working moms. And just like everywhere else, good, affordable childcare is hard to come by. But what makes it even tougher is that a lot of these moms don't have jobs that allow for that 6 p.m. daycare pickup, which is why many of them come to Nydia Sanchez, the owner of Peace Garden, a big 24-hour child care center. All right, let's turn on the water and make your face so clean. Okay, Mr. So Clean? Okay, I can Okay, let's put your sleeves up. Can I do it? Yes, you can. Let's get your face so clean. Oh! That was Nydia with three-year-old Romeo, one of the kids who goes to Peace Garden. And Nydia is the nonstop force who runs the center. Like, at one point during our visit, she was actually holding one phone up to each ear on two different calls while someone else was waiting to talk to her in person. Well, hello, beautiful. You got your hair out of your face. I love it. And your head's up. Peace Garden sits in a strip mall next to a bartender school, a pizza place, and a tanning salon, about four miles from the famous Vegas Strip. And of course, Nydia's a mom, too, to a teenager and a preteen. More than a decade ago, Nydia was working as a corporate recruiter, and one day her daughter fell off a swing and sprained her arm. Her dad wasn't available, I wasn't available, and my brother wasn't available. And I thought to myself, this is my daughter, I'm the one that should be taking her to the hospital. So I had to go to my boss and beg, beg him to allow me to leave to go take my daughter, who was hurt, to the doctor. And so he allowed me to take a late lunch to do that, but I had to return to work. So Nydia gets how inflexible workplaces can be. And on top of that, she also gets how hard it is to find someone you can trust to look after your kid. The biggest issue I had with her last provider was I was not allowed to go in to see her in the middle of the day. 
And I said, as long as my daughter is here, I should be allowed in. And she was adamantly against it. So I just felt things were being hidden from me. Uh, later, I found she was uh, grossly over capacity and didn't want the parents to find out. And that's why they, she didn't allow families to come in. This is one of the big reasons Nydia got into the daycare business to begin with 10 years ago. And finding good childcare can be even more intense when you don't work a traditional nine to five. Everyone here works at night, so it doesn't make sense to not have a nighttime daycare. Yazi Medina is a 22-year-old single mother and her two-year-old son Roman goes to Peace Garden. She usually drops him off mid-afternoon and picks him up around 11 p.m. so she can go to work at a salon doing lashes and brows. Typically, he'll still be playing when I get there. Sometimes he's asleep, but he's a very rowdy kid, so he loves to just play nonstop. A lot of her clients are dancers and come to her before their late night shifts. And Yazzie had a hard time finding a childcare arrangement that worked with her schedule. It's honestly frustrating because it's I feel like Vegas is definitely more of a tourist based town of convenience wise. But for locals, they're not very it's not very convenient for anybody. Not being able to find late night care isn't a new problem. Diana Moreno works at Peace Garden and says her own parents went through these same dilemmas when she was growing up. When my parents moved here from California, uh, my parents ended up becoming restroom attendants. And after school, I, my mom didn't have anywhere to leave me. She really didn't. So I was either under the sink, and that's where I would be until her shift was over. Because I, I understood, you know, what my mom had to go through. And, you know, until she was done with her shift about 2, 3 in the morning, then, you know, go home and then boom, back to school. But it, it happens. Like I'm saying, maybe that's why I do work as hard as I do. And working at a daycare, I get to take care of kids and parents who don't have that option. Childcare programs are generally set up to meet the needs of a family where the parents work bankers hours. That's Katie Ham. She's the vice president of early childhood policy at the Center for American Progress. I don't think there's any question that childcare is especially difficult for shift workers. It's an expensive thing to provide, an expensive thing to afford, and it really just leads to a market failure where what it costs to provide high-quality childcare is only available to the highest earners, and everybody else is kind of left scrambling trying to figure out something that will work for them, that won't break the bank, that will put their children in a safe space. And it's really hard for a lot of families. Providing that safe space at an affordable price is totally what Nydia is all about. The most she charges for five days of care is $185 a week, regardless of what time of day or night a kid comes. And right now, Nydia says that 108 kids are enrolled at Peace Garden. She's able to keep the prices affordable because she can take on more clients since they're open so much. And at night, the state doesn't require you to have as many staff working since the kids are asleep. So the business is actually less expensive to run overnight. And it's the 24-hour model that makes Peace Garden work financially. But I'll say this, I work a lot harder here than I ever did at any corporate America job. She gets that especially for single parents, childcare options can be really limited. Nydia was raised by a single dad herself, and her willingness to help families is more than just making sure they have solid childcare. She once had a client who was hit particularly hard during the 2008 recession. She was headed to a shelter with her son when Nydia invited her to move in. She lived with me for about, oh, about a year and a half. One of the best roommates I've ever had. 
she moved her and her son to Mexico, uh, Puerto Vallarta, and she's a real estate agent out there. Nydia's clients here in Vegas do all kinds of jobs. But in restaurants and casinos, your schedule can change from day to day and week to week. Most daycares are not really set up to accommodate last-minute changes. Peace Garden actually is, but there are limits. And I'll tell you, at times we just can't do it, and we've gotten yelled at for it. I've had moms come in here, and, and I just say I'm sorry, and they're screaming at us, and they're crying. And one lady said, you know, I don't understand. You you guys are 24 hours. And I'm like, well, we're not 7-Eleven. The best thing we can do is say, hey, give us your schedule on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whenever you get it and then we'll make sure that you are put on the roster. Do you think they get angry because they're under so much sort of financial pressure or pressure from their workplace with these sort of unpredictable shifts? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and it's, it's unfortunate because a lot of people want to work at the casinos because they have this, this thought where, you know, it's a billion-dollar casino, they're making all this money, so we're going to make all this money, and it's never the case. Do you hear stories from your clients about having a hard time making ends meet or, or not really making what they had hoped doing that kind of work? Yes. Mainly our table employees that work at the roulette tables or the blackjack tables. The tips aren't coming in as they used to, as well as cocktail waitresses. And ironically, our, a couple of our, our strip club employees, they're, they're really struggling Vegas has just changed over the years. And what I think used to be big money making, like being a bartender or being a cocktail waitress, is just not there anymore. And the employees are feeling the crunch. Nydia is willing to work with clients who are having financial trouble, and she's open to negotiating with people on price and upfront deposits. She believes that if she's flexible, her clients will stay loyal. And it's because of how unstable finances can be for people in Vegas that a lot of her clients are working towards new careers. Most of those overnight parents are in school during the day, which is why they have to work overnight, because they're going to school to better their career. You have some that aren't, but a good majority of them are in school during the day, and they go to work at night, and that's why they utilize our services. For some parents, the overnight care is the only way to make it happen, like one of Nydia's clients from a few years back. She was a single mom who was working as a nursing assistant. And she came in and she says, uh, I, I need to go back to school, but I also have to work. And I, so she was one of the first overnight kids that I had. So I'd watch her child from 11 p.m. to 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you, when I, this woman got maybe three hours of sleep a night. She finished, now she just got her RN license. Back at Peace Garden, the day is starting to wind down. The toddlers are eating dinner and the preschoolers are playing. Come on, Anaya. Soon, a teacher will start to set up small blue cots in the back room, away from the street noise and headlights, where the kids will sleep. The staff makes the space as cozy and homey as possible. The goal is to have the kids sleeping well enough that no matter what hour their parents come to pick them up, they can go straight to the car, to home, and to bed with almost no disruption. So right now we have the little kids in here, and then we're going to bring in the older kids so they can start getting ready for their laydown time. Um, I'll be honest, laydown time is not the best time. They don't want to go to bed. They want to stay up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning if they could. So Miss Jessica will have them eat their dinner, which they're doing right now, and then they're going to start getting their hands washed and wash their faces. Some of them have brought PJs, some of them haven't, and then they'll start, she'll start prepping their cots for nighttime and getting them ready for bed. 
The lights will be uh, turned off and then we'll play soft music and that will be their bedtime. Running Peace Garden can be nonstop, and it fits with Nydia's super outgoing, nonstop personality. During our visit, she was consoling a staff member, drawing a name from the company's secret Santa exchange, filling out an injury report for a kid who had fallen during playtime, chatting with parents, and conducting an informal job interview. But Nydia also feels like this work has allowed her to have a career she finds really satisfying. It's allowed me to be creative. I'm able to talk to the parents, get ideas from the parents, I get ideas from the teachers, I go to different meetings out in the community and say, hey, what would you guys like in a daycare? And she has tons of ideas for ways to grow her business, like a pop-up babysitting at Vegas weddings and nannies for people who need extended childcare and a shuttle service for kids. Now, Nydia feels like she can be the kind of boss that she never really had when she was working office jobs, one that prioritizes her own family and encourages her employees to do the same. I have children, I'm a mom first, and my kids' health and, and their well-being and their happiness is my number one priority. That's it. It's over this job, it's over my career, it's over everything. My kids are my priority. So how can I say that for myself and not believe that for my, my staff? Your family and your children and your personal life is more important than this job. And they all looked at me in pure shock. And my point of saying that is I don't want you guys to feel like this place comes first, not over your family. This comes second to your family. And that attitude has gotten me a lot further with them than saying, you have to be here, this has to be your number one priority. Absolutely not. So we all know that a lot of places need more creative thinking on childcare, not just in Vegas. And what is so rad and unusual about Nydia is that she's committed to running a business, not a charity or a nonprofit, a business that actually meets mom's needs. The moms that a lot of bosses and daycare owners and politicians just don't think about. She's able to make the world just a little more humane for the moms that are her clients and the ones that work for her too. Here at The Double Shift, we are working double time to bring you great stories. But don't worry, we're having fun while we do it. I'm going to play the slots for the team later. Back in two weeks on the Double Shift, we're headed to Greensboro, North Carolina to find out what it's really like to run for office when you're a mom with little kids. The voice of women who are actively mothering is not represented at our state legislature. Thanks so much for listening to the Double Shift. Make sure you're subscribed to hear our future shows. And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review on your podcast app. And if you're in a mom's Facebook group, I know you are out there. We'd love it if you posted about the show to help spread the word. To see photos of Nydia and Peace Garden, follow us on Instagram at The Double Shift. And you can sign up for our newsletter at thedoubleshift.com. Our executive producer is Sarah Ventry. Our editor is Rachel McCarthy. Our editorial advisor is Amy Westervelt. Production assistance from Asal Asanipur and Piper Payne at Nido Mastering. Special thanks to the Southern Documentary Fund. Our music is by Travis Morrison. Our theme song is by Palehound, and we're part of the Critical Frequency Podcast Network. This show is made possible in part through the generous support of the Ford Foundation. I'm your host, Katherine Goldstein. Thanks for joining The Double Shift.
Oh, that was so good. Yeah. Thank you so much, Catherine Goldstein. And you can find more episodes of The Double Shift in any place you get your podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And thank you for listening. We'll be back in your feeds like this summer. Hooray. Very soon. Yay. 2019. So exciting. Bye, y'all. Bye.